0: Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. I'm Barry Ritholtz, and this is Reduced Competition Costs American Families $5,000 Per Year. Industry consolidation and market concentration cost the average U.S. family about $5,000 per year according to Brian Deese, the director of the White House National Economic Council under President Joe Biden. Deese was also newly appointed as chairman of the President's Council on Competitiveness, created by Biden's executive order on promoting competition in the American economy. He blames decades of lax antitrust enforcement and a buildup of excessive regulations and increased industry concentration for the rising costs to families. The fallout from lessened competition has been stark. Higher prices, lower wages, less innovation. To address these issues, the new Competitiveness Council will rely on existing legislative authority to reinvigorate antitrust enforcement while also taking a closer look at mergers and acquisitions that could lead to anti-competitive behavior. Deese explained this to me in an interview this past Friday where we spoke for well over an hour. The White House notes that the number of mergers and acquisitions has increased significantly over the past few decades, including a fivefold increase in concentration in about three-quarters of nationwide industries. The problem is that none of the promised benefits have found their ways to consumers. Quote Dease, we haven't seen the attendant benefit in terms of lower prices or more innovation in the economy. He cites a growing body of economic research that has identified harms across numerous sectors from consolidation, including a November 2020 paper titled Restoring Competition in the United States that was co-authored by his White House colleague, Tim Wu. Cutting regulatory frictions will enhance the ability of workers to find employment, according to this new council. As an example, Deese notes that 30% of the jobs in the U.S. today require a license. That's up from 5% in the 1950s. Licensing requirements used to be focused on highly skilled and high-risk jobs, such as aircraft pilots and surgeons. Today, some states require licenses to be an interior decorator or a hair braider, The red tape is seen as reducing economic mobility and limiting competition. Getting rid of various non-compete agreements required by many companies today could be even more significant. De said that about one in three employers require these agreements covering 60 million employees. What began as an attempt to protect trade secrets as very senior executives departed for new jobs at Competitors has morphed into a way to suppress wages for rank-and-file workers. Quote, there is a big opportunity because if we can actually break down some of those barriers, we can encourage competition, and that means we have a way of significantly boosting economic outcomes for the typical family in a significant way, Deese said. Another sector of the economy that could benefit from increased competition is residential real estate. The 6% agent commission, typical in the US, is much higher than fees paid in many other countries. In Germany, the commission is 4%. In Australia and Scandinavian countries, it's 2%. And in the UK, it's 1.5%. Part of the reason for high US commissions is the power of the industry trade groups, notably the National Association of Realtors, or NAR. They use their monopoly power over their multiple listing services to refuse lower-charging independent brokers from having access to these homes for sale. What's the result of this? Higher commissions, which ultimately affect the price buyers pay to purchase a home. In November, the Justice Department, under the outgoing Trump administration, settled an antitrust case with the National Association of Realtors, the largest agent trade group in the country. The Biden administration thought it was a sweetheart deal, They notified the NAR that it was withdrawing the settlement. This White House wants to encourage price competition amongst real estate agents. That's one way to lower transaction costs. Another area where greater competition can lead to lower prices? The pharmaceutical sector. Americans pay about two and a half times as much for the same prescription drugs as their international counterparts do. To lower drug prices, D cites three common sense initiatives. First, allow states to import prescription drugs from Canada. These are the same drugs sold in the U.S., but at much higher prices. Second, end the practice of pay-to-delay. This is what happens when pharmaceutical companies pay generic manufacturers to not make cheap generic versions of their name-brand drugs. And third, give Medicare the ability to use its market position as the largest buyer of prescription drugs to negotiate lower prices. To do that will require legislation to modify Medicare Part D. The executive order on promoting competition appears to be a more ambitious plan that could have a broad impact on the economy. Any increase in competition should be welcomed by consumers and businesses alike. For more from me, check out The Big Picture at Ritholtz.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today.